drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, what's going on everybody? It's your host Eric Oakley right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast talking about those Lions and making fun of Just Run Fields, the Chicago Bears, it's Thanksgiving, the Packers are coming to town, the Detroit Lions are 8-2. and two. Drink it in everybody. Drink it in. Uh... Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. The man, the myth, the legend, the one and only at Chops in the D on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, is out there. He's ready to do gimmicks. He's ready to make funny noises. He's probably going to talk about Jared Goff quite a bit. And we're going to make fun of Chicago. We're going to enjoy this pod. And we're going to serve up delicious Honolulu Blue Kool-Aid for all the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers out there. Choppy, you're back on the show. Big time win. Big time comeback. How you doing, buddy? Okri, how else to start the show with a big thank you, thank you, thank you, Chicago Bears, for being so gosh darn awful. It is the week of Thanksgiving. There is a lot to be thankful for. The Lions are eight and two, and we are going to Thanksgiving Day to play Green Bay, uh, another divisional opponent. So thanks, B, for all the great things Detroit Kool-Aid. No question, and and I said that, you said that, everyone knows that, and and there's even one more guy that that knows exactly what happened this past Sunday. Hit it, Denny. The Bears are what we thought they were. What what, what we thought they were. Bullshit. <laughs> the Bears are who we thought they were. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown them. But they are who we thought they were. Chops, they are who we thought they were, especially in the fourth quarter. <laughs> let's let's not bore the people to death and go blow by blow, but I just want to say Just Run Fields just lived up to his name, his horrible singing, and everything else I've ever said about this player. He was tremendous at running the zone read, at, at playing tailback all game long. Okay, maybe he had one or two throws, but in the end, he not only didn't, run he tried to throw which we all know he can't do chops you probably remember this on the show he can't throw (laughs) which uh, i said for him i've said for your quarterback at times it became true Uh, this was a glorious comeback Um, absolutely fun on so many levels like give us the big picture of what you thought when this football game went down oh okay listen you know this is just one of those games where Great teams find a way to win when you have had an awful, awful game. And guess what? We did, right? I mean, first possession, interception. Second possession, interception. Third possession, touchdown. Fourth possession, touchdown, going in. I mean, then punt, fumble, interception, punt, fumble. Like, like, just not good. But guess what? 
it all wiped away because with four minutes left in the game, you're down by 12 points. You've already thrown for three picks and a fumble. You got zero receptions from the Laporta supporters. You're being out possessed three to one. You're being out totaled yards 190 to 350. But guess what, people? It matters not because you have the hashtag brand new Lions playing for your town, baby. You got Jared Goff when the chips are on the table, when all the, all the, uh, it's for all the marbles. He's going to make the plays. You got hashtag JMO fast going deep for a touchdown. You got your boy. And you know what? Just for you, Oakry, I might just say Demo coming in for <laughs> show for the touchdown to take the lead against his old Hashtag team. What else is there to say other than exactly what you just hit? Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. Well, Chops, there's plenty more to say. First of all, what happened to your quarterback? That's first and foremost. Second of all, Jameer Gibbs looks amazing. This guy does not look like a rookie. If he looks like a 22-year-old rookie, it's because he is one, yet he plays like a vet. He's got a million-dollar smile. And in case you didn't know, and I'm sure the Kool-Aid drinkers know this, he's a multidimensional, positionless, elite weapon <laughs> and and, and the, the thing you really forgot about which i can't believe you left off i didn't hear it between all that bula bula said or all that hype that you gave the detroit lions is you forgot about one guy unleash Hutch. chops all game long multiple games this guy's getting held this guy is getting uh just almost getting to the quarterback he he can't get there yet i continue to hear his music every time he rushes. I wasn't nervous in this football game. The Lions came back, and then Dan Campbell, on the last play, on the last drive, when we had to have it, he said simply this. Unleash Hutch. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. The rush, the underarm yo okie doke the hand to the football, the clobbering of just run fields, the push at the perfect time of Darnell Wright, the kicking by Darnell Wright of the football out of the end zone for a safety for a win by the Detroit Lions. That, that's the, those are the only things you forgot. Yeah, I mean, look, I, you know, I had to give you, I had to leave some scraps on the table for you, my friend. There's all great points, right? Like... When, it, when, the chip, when the stakes were down, Hutch. Hutch was unleashed. And I think it all started out when Just Run Fields decided to, like, <laughs> mock Hutch and do a little, like, you know, tried to imitate his dance uh, terribly, by the way. And uh, Hutch had, had enough of that. Right, Dan Campbell? He definitely, first of all, <laughs> Dan Campbell, he's had enough of a lot of stuff, to be honest. I mean, he's definitely had enough of that shimmy that Just Run Fields did. You've had enough of that You want to know what also Dan Campbell's had enough of, Chops? You want to know? You've had enough of that uh, Tell me. Tell simply, me, Dan. Simply this. Uh, so kind of a, a, a good singer. So bad. I wanted to cut it off, but it's so bad. And my favorite part is when he grades himself at the end and says a six out of ten. Dan Campbell, what do you think? You've had enough of that. Shit. 
Exactly. This is this was a glorious uh, victory. JMO with the big touchdown. This was another game where I was like not nervous at all. I was just frustrated throughout, like watching the TV going, Are we really down to this team? Are we really getting beat by this team? Is it really late third quarter? Is it really early fourth quarter? But you know when it flipped choppy? Again, a uh, great play by Hutch, won the football game with that one play when he finally got to the quarterback, got the ball out, uh church's money on the ground. But the time that I knew is when your quarterback, after three horrible interceptions, after a terrible football game, they shot a quick glimpse of him down multiple scores, and he grabbed his helmet and had that look on his face like, Psh, this has been a bad day, but it's about to get good right now. We're about to take this ball game. And that's exactly what he did. Came out, dotting people up all over the football field, scoring points, and Demo finishes him with that touchdown. Couldn't have been better. Yeah, that's what great quarterbacks do, Okri. Um, you know, Jared Goff did not have a great first half. Uh, he did not start that game off well. Um, I mean, he was the first one to say, like, man, the defense picked us up because I did not play well. Three picks. I mean, I know he's only got eight on the year, but, you know, he has a third of them in one game. So three picks, uh, not a great rating. But look, like we said, man, when when Chicago pushed all the chips in the middle, Jared Goff picked up his helmet. He looked at Dan Campbell. He looked at Ben Genius, and he said, "We're all in, bitch." And he <laughs> took the team down the field twice to take the lead because that's what great quarterbacks do. Pardon the language. It's a family show, but I, I also want to just reiterate to that point. Simply this: I don't hate him. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did hate some of those throws and those plays. But he definitely swooped it up, and uh, this was a great win, man. Like, like I say, our our boy at Joey Sports Guy, I shot him a couple texts, uh, rubbed it in a little bit. He he took it well. He wants everybody gone, and why would you not? Uh, from that franchise, just uh, the coach doesn't have a clue what he's doing. Gave away this football game, but we also took it. I mean, you had to make plays at the end. To uh, to get it, I mean, you want to talk about guy making plays? Hit it, stash. I'm <laughs> All over the field. What about that dot from Jared Goff right on his shoe tops for a touchdown? We had to go down and get that thing. Uh, no question about it, man. So, um, just a great win. I mean, you can't drop a home game like that to a team like that. Um, you know, I I get it that Chicago is probably going to be better since they have the first and third pick overall. But right now they're not good. We couldn't lose. We didn't lose. We won the football game and uh, makes this team eight and two second in the NFC and, and rolling into Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, I listen. If you told me going into Thanksgiving, we were going to be eight and two with the schedule that we had. I think everybody else would have been telling you, telling you to keep drinking that Kool-Aid and you probably spiked it a bit, but listen, we are here. We are eight and two. We are number two in the NFC behind the dreaded Eagles. Um, you know, we've got some common opponents with them that may end up being a tiebreaker when it comes to getting the number one seed in the NFC. I mean, I can't wait for it, baby. Let's let's uh, let's welcome in the Packers. Let's beat them down like the cheddar heads that they are, and let's get ready to roll. Drink it in, uh... cornbread, cornbread. Choppy, before we get to our commercial break, our great sponsors, as well as shout out some of the great listeners of the show, I have exclusive audio from your quarterback after a couple of his throws on Sunday. Do you want to hear this? Oh, I probably don't, but yes, please, please, please share. 
This is Jared Goff, everybody. His voice sounds a little bit different, I'm not going to lie, after he throws the ball directly to the other team multiple times. It's a bad decision, period, point blank. It was a, a, one of the dumbest decisions I ever made. <laughs> I agree. But you, you stepped up uh, for the people when it was all said and done. And the people consist of the millions. <laughs> Choppy, you got a retort to that or no? You got any bula bula for me? Uh, you know, listen, this is your opportunity. I knew you'd take the opportunity to take your shots at my boy. Um, you know what? I'm going to stand up. I'm going to go toe to toe. I'm going to take it like a man because he did throw three picks. Um, but the only thing I can retort back is Oakry. We were a 98.8% chance probability <laughs> to lose this game. And my boy, hashtag JG16, hashtag golf train said, ah, took the reins. Took the ball, took him down the field twice, and won this ball game. So I can take the shots. I'm gonna give a couple back. He's gonna bounce back against Green Bay. You know this. I know this, and I will continue to conduct the as the original conductor of the hashtag golf train and ride that train all the way to the Super Bowl, baby. Toot toot. Yeah, Choppy, I understand. Yeah, I understand. I got it in my head, dude. Jared Goff at the end of the game put him down to his knees, buddy. I put him down to his knees, buddy. I mean, the the train is alive, even though me and others are on, we're not on. But uh, when you win a ball game like that late, I mean, you can say this all you want, I guess. I don't want your bula bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the Goff train. You're off, bro. You're off. That's multiple swear words by you, Choppy, in this show. One that was beat, one that wasn't. I mean, all aboard. Ben Johnson, you are my hero. Wait, that, that, that's true, too. Ben Johnson, we got to show him some love. Ben Johnson, you are my hero. Ben Johnson, I love you. But I was actually going for this to end the segment and to give you uh, your golf credit that he did come through and the train is still rolling down the tracks. All right, right, Choppy. I love it. I can listen to that all day. We we, we beat Chicago. We're 8-2. We had some fun with the review rather than going play-by-play and boring people to death. We know that you all watched the game. We know that many of you, even Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, pretty much thought we were going to lose that game. Me and Chobbs, of course, knew that we had it all along. Um, Others of you doubted and then uh, we're whooping it up which we appreciate we'll uh, we'll still always respect that here on the kool-aid cast and uh all that matters is that we scored more points than our opponent it was a division win and we're feeling good about it so choppy i say we get our great sponsors in here we come back we do like rapid fire quick shout outs i got a couple people i want to say what's up to them and supporting the show and then we gotta maybe talk thanksgiving might have a few uh, food debates for you but we gotta get into lion's Versus mozzarella sticks on Thanksgiving in Ford Field. Another division game. Another big ball game. Another game that the Detroit Lions have to win and, and and come through for. Yeah, let's do it, Okri. Um, you know, I also should uh, take this opportunity to to shout out hashtag what Choppy said. Because I told <laughs> you to pound the over in this game at 47 and a half. And it ended up being 57. So I hope you pounded the over. I hope you got paid on DraftKings or or ESPN bet or whatever your preferred platform is but uh listen Okri, I think we need to start a segment where where Choppy gives his 
his chops lock of the night or something like that. But uh, let's uh, let's take a break and let's get ready to serve some more Kool-Aid. I'll tell you what, we're not serving mozzarella sticks at Thanksgiving, but I can't wait to talk about real food. <laughs> You're right on all points. If we do a what hashtag what choppy said segment, you have to start it with this. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Brother. <laughs> If you start it with that, maybe I'll give your own segment, but uh, you'll have to work on the voice like you did in India a couple years ago. Choppy, get our sponsors in, come back, talk more ball, more laughs, more sound drops, more fun right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Everybody, we'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You can put franchise tags on guys. Uh, It's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply kool-aid drinkers we're back i hope you went to reality sports online if you're not in one of the leagues now you need to do one next year i'm going to try to take home some championships i I don't want to jinx myself, but I really don't believe in jinxes. So, Choppy, I think I hit you up a while back and said, have you ever went undefeated in a fantasy league? And you were like, I don't think so. And, like, I don't think I have either. 11-0 and in one of my uh, reality sports online leagues. So trying to uh, make sure the Dolphins don't pop that champagne. But everybody needs to go check them out. You need to go to Spotify, uh, check them out, listen to our show on Spotify, Apple, wherever you get it. Um, all the other great sponsors that help this show out. We appreciate all of them. And you know who we really appreciate, Choppy, is the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. And that comes to all you that are sharing tweets out there or retweeting the show or saying something funny that makes us laugh. Some of you are just fans. Other of you are some of the media outlets out there. And we just appreciate everybody that sort of 
plays into our gimmicks and just kind of enjoys a 30, 45 minutes that we give you of a Lions content in a unique way. So, Chops, I got a few shouts here. Um, I'll kick it to you, though. I know you said you had a couple as well. So get, go ahead and give one or two, and then I'll, I'll tee up a couple here. Yeah, so my first Twitter shout-out, um, again, I'm, this is going to go to uh, Rob Trevino, at Rob's Life 2. Uh, Rob is a loyal Detroit listener. I think he's actually, uh, you know, he's he's been retweeting the show. I think, uh, you know, just really being great on Twitter, retweeting, um, liking a lot of stuff that we're putting out there. Um, I think he's actually retweeted the show a couple of times, which we super duper appreciate when people retweet the show because that allows other Detroit fans that maybe aren't with following us for some crazy reason that might not be following uh, at Derek Oakry or at Chops in the D. Um, you know, when you guys retweet that, it gives the platform even more chance for more listeners. So appreciate that, Rob Trevino and uh, Trent K at Big T Rentals. I know he's a big Lions fan. I know he's a big Michigan fan. You know, we could do an entire segment on the game this week, but I uh, want to shout out Trent K, man. Again, a uh, lot of Michigan love out there, a lot of Lions love out there. I know this guy is just living it up. And uh, he is definitely serving that cornbread and, and pouring that Kool-Aid out to the Detroit listeners. Chops, I know you don't listen when I talk normally, but I shouted out Trent K last week at Big T Rentals. But we'll give him more cornbread and Kool-Aid right now. Cornbread! Cornbread! Drink I had to do it, man. Had, had to do it. Had to do it the week of the game. So He has been repping. Trent, you got and, doubled up. He has been repping, and it's fun that uh, when we shouted him out, like I saw multiple Kool-Aid drinkers go give him a follow and say, heard you on the show, you must be legit. So appreciate that. Chavi here, I got a shout-out, and this is this is for you, buddy. So this is my my buddy, John Corhonan's dad, who me and Corhonan went to college together, played hockey. Um, I, I killed him on the basketball court all the time. But his dad is the biggest hockey fan but he's been hitting me up now that the Lions are winning. Of course, he's one of those people that kind of hated on the Lions and now like loves them, and now he's getting in the mix, which I, I let him I let him jump on the train, right? But I got to give you his Twitter handle or his, uh, his name on the old X. Choppy, you want to hear what this is? You're going to love this. Oh, I can't wait. Shearwood Half Kegs. <laughs> that is a perfect handle oh i love it i love that's it. been his fantasy hockey team for years he also reps it on the old twitter machine and uh, he's always sending me funny stuff and me and his, it's always like me him and like one or two other teams in our fantasy hockey finals and i never win so um sherwood half kegs is always always in the mix there so i had to shout him out chops how about this guy Danny Bennett, he's over there at, at Lions on Tap. He's been putting out graphics. He's been putting out content. Me and him even got into a back and forth about the JMO McDouble flurry sandwich, whatever you want to call it, where I said ice cream and meat should not ever mingle which I thought was appropriate on so many levels. But Danny's been a supporter. He listens. He always enjoys unique, fun Lions content. Chops, did you happen to see the great Natalie Sparbeck as well as the great friend of Natalie Sparbeck back on Twitter? I believe they're at the gala for Bye Bye Barry that's debuting on Prime Video. Did you see this? I did happen to see that. You know, I've, I've, I've got a little Twitter beef going with uh, the great Natalie Sparbeck <laughs> because she attempted to use my 
patent pending <laughs> woo wee on Twitter, which, you know, because I know that the love from the great Natalie Sparbeck, uh, you know, she's on our side, so I'll allow it to slip. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, like someone as amazing as her wants to use some of my hashtag gimmicks, I, I'm feeling pretty proud, but she's got to get, she's got to put in that patent pending uh, hashtag choppy likey when she puts it out there. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, I did see that they were at the Bye Bye Berry premium. Um, you know, she's got, uh, she's always out with friends out and about loving her lions. <laughs> just, just great content out there. Let me tell you. Yeah. Another million dollar smile or two, definitely in that photo. But Chops, you're saying this is is pending, uh, patent pending, and a trademark on this? Absolutely. You're you're saying that if the great Natalie Sparbeck uses this in one of her tweets, maybe one of her reports, maybe next time she's on Good Morning Football, she should use this hashtag when she's done. Hashtag choppy uh, Listen, if the great Natalie Sparbeck used a hashtag choppy likey on any of her amazing broadcasts, um, you know, I would be over the moon. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's going to happen just like last show when you told us that hashtag props to chops was all over the place. Yet I didn't see anyone using that. Because who would give you props? I mean, that that's first and foremost. Um, <laughs> you know, you know who I want to give props to? Chops hashtag is Laura Nicole. She put out herself drinking a large glass of that Detroit Kool Aid after this W against the Bears, which I sent her back. Um, the classic me chugging of the jug that started this whole phenomenon, as well as a double pitcher of cornbread. Um, she loved it. She's always repping the Lions. And uh, gosh, oh, last one I want to do. Chops, what about our boy Carl Collins, the absolute king of Lions video? You guys know who he is. He's on YouTube. He's on the Twitter machine. He should be working for Lions Creative. Always putting out the most ridiculous hype videos for our Detroit Lions. Carl is the absolute man. I had to get him in here. Yep, that's a great one, Okri. I uh, I couldn't agree more. So that's a that's a great way to end the uh, the Twitter shoutouts because yeah, his content is fire. Chops, how can we end shoutouts when I have like fifty Detroit Kool Aid line texts that I haven't even got back to from people whooping up this football team? I've got more Twitter people to mention. I've got shouts. We've got follow. I mean, I guess we got to talk about football, right? So we got to keep it rolling. We could just do this all day for the millions and millions. I mean, we do it for the people. There's no doubt. Chop, before we get to the Packer preview. Like, it is Thanksgiving. I don't know if you've heard Dan Campbell on local radio when he was asked, pumpkin pie or sweet potato pie? Did you hear his response? I missed that one, Okri, uh, but I can't wait to hear it because it's probably a phenomenal answer. I don't have the audio, but I would like to know, what is your answer? Pumpkin or sweet potato when it comes to pie and Thanksgiving? Oh my goodness. So it's, there's, it, listen, you cannot finish Thanksgiving any other way than with a pump piece, slice of pumpkin pie with some cool whip on the top. Chops. This is why I have you on the show. I couldn't agree more. You can only go with pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Is anybody eating pumpkin pie in July? 
No. Should anybody be eating sweet potato, peach, all these other pies on Thanksgiving? No. It's pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. It's delicious. It's great with Cool Whip or even a little spray of uh, whipped cream, whatever you want to do. But that's all you need on Thanksgiving, man. There's there's no... I don't even think I've ever had sweet potato pie. But why would I have that when I have pumpkin on Thanksgiving? There's no reason. No, I mean, I love, I love me some sweet potatoes, but I do not want sweet potato pie. I want my sweet potatoes with butter and brown sugar, and maybe a little cinnamon sprinkled on top, uh, you know, on my plate next to my turkey. But when it comes down to being to finishing the job, you got to get a slice of the pumpkin pie. Chops, what about what about sides? We got to talk about sides. We're having a, a, a three round side draft. Who are your top three picks? when it would come to side items and Thanksgiving? Man, that's, that's a great question. Um, so I have a, I've got a, I've got a, a little, are we, are we getting, are we getting the draft talk going here? Are we going, are we going side by side? I'm, I'm giving you the music it. to do your thing. All right. So my first draft pick with this is my mom's cranberry sauce and it's not your typical oh. out of the can cranberry sauce people it is real cranberries it is orange peels it is delicious and it is homemade so my mom's cranberry and the kids agree they all love it you want me to give you all three or just go one by one now you hit one is cranberry a third round pick or a first round pick uh cranberry oh baby cranberry because it's only on thanksgiving is my first round pick Nothing against your mom, but cranberry sauce is not even on my draft board. I would never select it. I don't care what the round is. It's not going to be on Oak Ridge plate for Thanksgiving. Wow, oh, that's your loss. More for me, buddy. So round uh, draft round number two. I'll, I'll just go my top three picks and then I will pick it up for you. So pick number two on the sides is. I mean, how can you you can't, you can't have turkey without mashed potatoes and gravy <laughs> a double dip you're getting you're getting both mashed potatoes and gravy with your second selection yes they're because it's a combo meal you can't have one without the other and my third round pick again you know i i have these amazing women in my life who are such good cooks i am blessed i am thankful my wife makes the best Stuffing, and I'm not talking stovetop. I'm not talking stuff out of a box. I'm talking about breadcrumbs, crumbled sausage, pan-cut <laughs> ingredients, sausage stuffing made by my wife Melissa Woo! is draft pick number three. Choppy, I mean, there's only so many sides you can pick, so I think you did pretty well with your third round three-round draft there. I, I do think that everybody thinks their wife, their mom, their brother, whatever is the best ever. But how, how can you go wrong with your selection of mashed potatoes and gravy? I mean, you left mac and cheese on the board. I think that should have been a selection. You also mentioned how great this crumble crust concoction is, which everybody has one of those at Thanksgiving. I'm not a fan of the green bean casseroles. Don't give me the cranberry sauce. But 
I mean, the classics, you just can't go wrong with. I mean, the crescent roll, you can't go wrong with. The pumpkin Ooh, pie, which one. we mentioned. Yep. Um, yep. Chops, my favorite is actually the after Thanksgiving item that my grandmother makes, which, as you noted, is because it's hers and because it's unique. It's my favorite ever. It's the turkey broccoli casserole turkey broccoli concoction with a cheese i don't even know what's in its sauce with a breadcrumb crust oh it's it's you almost wait till thanksgiving's over so she can make me a huge platter of turkey broccoli casserole for the after thanksgiving that that's where it's at for me no i love it i love it that's a great one um and you know i think people kind of poo poo on the post thanksgiving dinner like you know i don't want to say concoctions but uh the leftovers the leftovers are best better than the meal oh my gosh my mom does the same thing man she's got an amazing she does she like she it's like strips of turkey breast with some gravy and rice (laughs) and it's and then baked in the oven so it's got like a crisp top with breadcrumbs on top it's like oh my gosh it's it's so it's like i look forward to that almost as much as i do the actual carving of the turkey uh on the day of so great great leftover Exactly. And I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but if it's not like darker looking turkey meats, I'm not for the white dry turkey. And I also think that ham is very underrated in a draft like ham versus turkey in like the second round to me is a that's a hard pick. Like I'm going to have to consult other people on who we're taking if turkey and a delicious honey glazed ham are both on the board. Ooh, that that is a hot take. Uh, that's a hot take that I, I I disagree with because I love me some turkey. But I will tell you, Okri, if you're getting dry, like like uh, just not flavorful white turkey breast, then you have never had a chops <laughs> butter injected smoked turkey because that breast is succulent and buttery and garlicky and flavorful never never dry so i apologize that you have not had a chance to have that maybe i will bring you some smoked turkey leftovers and i'll throw a slice of white meat right on the top (laughs) that's full of butter and deliciousness oh baby (laughs) oh man sounds so good I'm, i'm starving right now but like you say i think we're all splurge and are very blessed and appreciative for thanksgiving but everybody has their favorites Everybody has the classics. Uh, you can't go wrong. Dan Campbell, before we get to this Packer preview, had the audacity. First of all, he called stuffing dressing. That's got to be a Southerner, Texas, Ohio thing or whatever. You know, those people down south from Ohio and anywhere past that. Like, he said dressing is horrible. He even then said he hands the dressing right off to his dogs. It goes right off the plate. And that's just... That's just blasphemy if you ask me because stuffing is another thing that you don't have barely any other time in the year. But stuffing with turkey or ham, mashed potatoes and gravy, that's like the greatest meal of the year. So, Dan Campbell, you missed on that. You missed on sweet potato pie. You're still our favorite coach. We hope that you never leave Detroit. We just need to get you maybe some other people making this stuff because... We, we got to get that Thanksgiving plate right after this victory against uh, the, the Packers, that's for sure. Yeah, he doesn't have too many, but that's a bad take, Dan Campbell. That's a bad take. And you know what? I may have had enough of that. 
<laughs> I, I, when, when Dan Campbell said it, I had to use his own quote against him. Dan Campbell, your, your pie takes and saying that stuffing is for dogs. I mean, I've had enough of it. You've had enough of that. Exactly. Choppy, Lions, Packers, Thursday, 12 o'clock kick, not one o'clock. We'll be wearing, we better be wearing, let me put it that way. The classic Lions throwbacks, the dark blue, the gray numbers, nothing on the helmet. I was fortunate enough to get a 97 Nike game cut throwback, which I think 97 was like, you know, Nick Williams, I think it was via eBay. It's now a Unleash Hutch. Unleash Hutch. Uh, incredible. I have to put a picture out. I've been sharing some of the classic jerseys and stuff that I've got with the people uh, when I get a chance on game day or whatever. I'll have to put that out there, but uh, they'll be wearing the jerseys. I love the 12 o'clock kick. I'll have the plate ready. I've learned over the last few years that I can't be around certain family members who like to dog the team or don't even realize the game's going on or want to talk to me about my work or my friends or whatever they want to ask me about um, while the game's kicking off. So I've got that rectified over the last couple of years, but I cannot wait for this football game, man. I feel like this is a great one for the Lions. It's a marquee NFC North matchup on paper, but there's no reason we shouldn't be able to out-physical, outplay this team on both sides of the football, especially up front. And hopefully put up a lot of points and have some exciting plays on defense too. I'm really excited for this one. Okay, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great game. Um, oh no, actually no, it's not gonna be a great game. It's gonna be an absolute dog show because we're gonna pound the Cheddarheads into the ground. Uh, we're probably gonna stuff them like Thanksgiving turkeys, to be honest, because Ayo. we are we're rolling, baby. We're eight and two. We're at home. It's prime time again. We have been putting up and making them shut up. And uh, listen, I, this is, again, I hate to do it, but I another big W. It's just, it's it's a big win. You know, I'm laughing at your spread, uh, you know, of only seven points. Like, I'm laughing at your under of 46. Like, this is a game where the Lions are just going to come out and dominate again. Coming off that huge win against Chicago, um, you know, it's, it's, again, it's going to be, you know, the, the, the Packers have a lot of injuries. Okay. That's a big factor too. I think the only player right now coming on a short week that is listed on our injury report is Jonah Jackson is questionable. The Packers are potentially missing Musgrave potentially missing their tight end, uh, Degora. I, again, I can never say anything. I say they're missing Wicks. They're going to be missing Ford. I know the rumor innuendo is they aren't even going to have their AJ Dillon, another huge loss. So look, we're going to beat the Packers by 13 points people. So just be ready for it to enjoy your Turkey and then enjoy the beatdown. Hey chops, a quick follow-up for you. What was that? Who was that tight end you were trying to pronounce again? Try one more time. No, I can't. I, you know me. Okay. I slaughter the names. Degara, I think is what I, is how you say it. But... What's your name? <laughs> exactly <laughs> hit him that's with right so cold you're right <laughs> um 
Yeah, I agree with everything you said there. I mean, uh, no Aaron Jones. I don't know if you said that as kind of asleep while you were talking. Um, you know, Aaron Jones like has no been known to blow up the Lions yet. He's hurt all the time. He got his paycheck a couple years ago, so you don't see him out on the field. You see him wearing those stupid shades and that sombrero that he wears on the sideline. Um, he'll be in street clothes probably. Um, I I don't know. I just like I I love the Lions. You know, on like I said, on both sides of the football, I feel like we'll outscore them. And just like I said a few weeks ago when we played the Chargers, like I look at this Green Bay team as a a decent defense, but overall kind of like a wimpy football team. There's nobody on their side that I'm like very worried about. They got a couple guys in the trenches that are all sort of past their due. You know, they got kind of a flimsy trying to figure it out quarterback. The tight end that you mentioned is a finesse player. You know, their guys on the outside are somewhat talented at times and most of the time either drop the football or don't want to get hit. So I don't know why we don't just come out and bully these guys. And, I mean, you've been saying week after week, oh, easy win, bloodbath, going to beat them by 13, 15 points. Like, it's happened a good amount of times, but... Um, you know, in case I got to remind you, it's the National Football League and, you know, these are these guys get paid too. So it's hard for me to keep saying we're just going to blow teams out. This isn't college ball. So, I mean, I look at this game as like being a fun one for the Lions where I'd love to give them like 40 points and, you know, um, talk about all this stuff we're going to do on defense. But like when I really thought about it, I have it as like a good win for the Lions, but not a blowout win. I actually have it more as like a 28-24 win where I'm thinking like Lions are up like 28-7, maybe give up some points and they get close, but then we just we just cruise for that last eight minutes or so to a win. I mean, I would love it to be an easy victory, but I see it a four-point type game there. Hey, I, like you're right. It, it is the National Football League. I mean, these guys are all professionals. This team did just beat the Chargers. Um, I think they just went, you know, they, they're coming off of a W. Um, they actually went toe to toe with the Steelers lost on a, a last minute play there. So, I mean, look, they're not, you know, any given Sunday, I just think we're riding high right now. And, um, I, I know our defense has been sus, uh, here and there. Um, you know, that was for the kids. They're sus, uh, for, for us, for us old people, it's been suspect. <laughs> Uh, lately, but uh, I think we get it back in check and I think we win this game 31 to 18. So it's not, I don't think it's as close as you, Okri. Um, I think we just keep rolling and you know, we, we, we take, uh, we take the mozzarella sticks. We throw that side dish right out the window. We eat some Turkey when we're done and, uh, the Lions celebrate another long, long break off, uh, to the next Sunday after this Thanksgiving win. The mozzarella sticks, anything with cheese, goes to the dogs, Dan Campbell. And basically what you're saying, Chops, and what I'm saying is whether it's 31 or whatever you had or a four-point game, like I said, basically, as long as we score more points and we go out and play ball, I mean, the Green Bay Packers, I mean, they got no chance. No chance. I think we can agree on that. So everybody... Enjoy the holiday, get some time away from the stress and craziness of work and of life, enjoy time with family and friends, enjoy eating, this is football, family, um, I mean, I don't know what there's a better combo along with food, but uh, hit that treadmill when you're done so you don't get too crazy, but uh, it's 
it's probably my favorite holiday of the year, Choppy, for so many reasons, and uh, I just cannot wait for it. So I'm, I'm excited. You got anything for the people before we get up out of here? Uh, yeah, oh, great. Man, listen, I think I just want to kind of end the show with the same way we started, man, and just, uh, you know, God is good. Lots to be thankful for. Um, definitely thankful for uh, all the time and effort that you put into the podcast. Thankful for the people, for listening. Uh, and super thankful for Sheila, the hamp, and putting this team together and getting us to eight and two with Brad, always open for business homes, and Dan freaking Campbell, and we are ready to roll. Thankful for the Lions. Thankful for the people. Thankful for you, Oakry. Thankful for Detroit Kool-Aid, baby. Chops is one of the few times ever in the show where I couldn't have said it better myself. Everybody, we'll catch you next time right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Drink it in. Drink it in. Drink it in, man. Corn, cornbread. Pack the bag. Start the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.